Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week we watched Dakota Johnson, Jason Siegel, and Casey Affleck in Our Friend. So is it the Buccaneers? If they win this game, who do they play in the Super Bowl? The Chiefs, the Kansas City oh, okay. Chiefs, Again. who who won the Super Bowl last year, going against the uh, the Buffalo Bills. It would be pretty crazy if it was like Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Like that would be pretty fucking nuts. That's it's funny because like a year ago I was like, dude, that would be crazy. There's no way it's gonna happen, but it would be awesome. Yeah, it's close. So... Wait, so it, it could also be the Buccaneers and the Bills. <laughs> okay, so I just heard the stat yesterday. So Josh Allen, he's the new quarterback of the Bills, right? He's been in the, in the on the team for almost three years now. He has 14 wins in the Bills stadium. Tom Brady has 14 wins in the Bills stadium. <laughs> oh <laughs> so it's just it's That's just embarrassing a funny stat dude there's stats like that all the time with tom brady like ah man it's a little ridiculous how long he's been playing and winning every single time but we shall see i'll actually give you an update in the podcast if they won the game so we can go ahead and get started talking about a depressing cancer is it a close game or is the buccaneers gonna win the bucks are up by eight the packers are on the buccaneers 20 yard line with two and a half minutes to go this is actually like crunch time oh okay so it is a pretty <laughs> intense game yeah this is real quick do we need to stop the podcast do we need to yeah, why don't we just like why don't hours? we just why don't, no, no 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 we don't have to record in two hours And we're back on the Those Movie Dudes Presents Mainstream Boys with Spencer. I am Mainstream Boy. And Tom Brady's going to his 10th his tenth Super Bowl. Let's talk about cancer. Spencer, how are you today? Doing fine. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me watch the last two minutes over Zoom. That was interesting. Uh, I think we could both project the results. Yeah, well, just knowing, just knowing growing up in New England, knowing how Tom Brady's just fucking insane uh you know i i I, you can really expect nothing less did you know that tom brady has played in like literally one fifth of super bowls it doesn't surprise me (laughs) this is why i wish we had a football podcast but you know what i'm wearing a tom brady jersey right now and i'm rooting for him and spencer's also wearing a tom brady or a patriot sweatshirt even though he wears this every week it's the most like comfortable like feels like i'm wearing a blanket when i record on a podcast and you i want to be comfortable when i record uh, is it fleece lined? Like, is it like you feel like you're wrapped in like, like kind of, yeah. And it's also, uh, you know, 14 <laughs> degrees where I'm at right now, and it's freezing. So yeah, try to God, try to stay that warm. Is just awful. It was 75 oh, today. Um, my my car was actually so warm that I like I almost couldn't breathe when I got inside oh, of it. So nice. Do you feel you no? Feel bad I for like me? it. No, I, I enjoy concerned? it. So don't feel oh, any sympathy. You enjoy it. Okay, I am all good. You put on snowshoes, walk into your car? Nope, don't need to. I'm all good. There's a uh, good street cleaning nearby, so don't have to worry about that. Oh, that's good. That's good. They uh, Do you wear sneakers? Have you? No, nope, I got some L.O. Bean the, boots. If you, uh, you know. All right, yeah. Not a sponsor. L.O. Bean does have some pretty solid handmade boots, though, but you can't return them anytime in your life like you used to. Spencer, I'm so happy to have you back again on Mainstream Boys with me, 
talking about the new release films. This week we only had one movie, that's okay, it doesn't have to be crazy every single week, but I'm happy to be here with you again. It's always just a, something I look forward to on, on Sunday evenings, yeah. you know? I don't know if you feel the same. Uh, not I used to not, but you know it's you know I've come around a little bit. I've, I've, oh. I've, I enjoy watching the new release movies every single week. Uh, this one was kind of hard to uh, to find for me, but you know what? I did it. I watched it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, you know, and it's some you know we had to spend twenty bucks on the rental here, but I think you'll find that it was pretty much worth the watch. Yeah, we'll see. You know. Anyways, welcome back to Mainstream Boys. It's the show where we grab a big bucket of popcorn. Mmm. Hmm, maybe some... <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't fucking look at me like that. Um, Maybe some... I'm going to say dibs this week. I think I would get a little container of dibs. They also have the dibs with the crunch, like the candy bar crunch inside. So they have a little extra texture to them. Um, But you grab that, you get a big old cherry Coke, big large cherry Coke. Maybe put two straws in it, share it. Or maybe each of you have your own drink. Go and sit down in that movie theater, put your feet up. And we kind of, you know, just watch the new release films of the week. Most of them are on VOD. We haven't been in the theater in over a year. Very depressing. But that might change coming up here very soon. Do you see that Godzilla uh, trailer, Spencer? I sent it to you. So, yeah, (laughs) I I did watch it. You did? Oh, so you watched it. Okay, cool, yeah. Fucking wild. If you don't watch that in a theater, then fuck, man. I don't respect your opinion on the film. I cannot wait to watch it on my iPhone on HBO Max when it comes out in March. Yeah, I'm actually going to pull my iPhone 4 out of the woodwork and and, uh, and throw <laughs> yeah, it on there and watch it. <laughs> Just Maybe my, uh, my iPod yeah. Classic. It's the I'll way to watch God, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Exactly. Oh my god, can you imagine? That's the quintessential viewing experience of that film, as far as I know. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. I never thought that King Kong could really st- uh, hold its own against Godzilla, but they seem to be very similar in stature. We'll see, though. Let's talk about cancer. This week, we did watch Our Friend. Can we talk for a minute, Matt? It's going to get very hard. You're going to see things from Nicole never seen before. You don't need to do this alone. I can come and help you get to the other side of this. I'd love to have you. How long do you think you'll be up there? I'm hoping just a couple weeks. Just want to make sure Matt gets back on his feet. I usually make breakfast and dinner. Maybe you can take some of that weight off. Speaking of, I was hoping you'd call me Grandma Dane. Sure. Molly, excuse me. Sure, I'll call you Grandma Dane. Thank you. And this is a 2020 film. It is rated R. It is a little bit over two hours long. You can go ahead and rent it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, wherever you rent your movies for $19.99. has a 7.2 in IMDb, 83% critical rating, and a little bit up there with a 91% audience rating. After receiving life-altering news, a couple finds unexpected support from their best friend, Jason Siegel, who puts his own life on hold and moves into their family home, bringing an impact much greater and more profound than anyone could have imagined. Who was the friend they're talking about? Is it Dakota Johnson? Is it Jason Siegel? You'll have to watch the film to find out. Directed by Gabriella Cowperth. Um, can't really fucking pronounce that. It's so many letters. Uh, it's like 17 syllables. Oh my god. Well, how would you pronounce that, Spencer? Cow. I'm just gonna go with whatever you went with. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Cow, cow Perthwaite. Cow, it's like seven words in one. I don't know what she's going for there. Maybe switch that up, lady. Um, <laughs> but she did direct. It's her name, dude. She can't help it. Come on. You can legally change your name. Gabriella solid. You can solid. just figure out how to say it. Yeah, maybe get married to someone else. or I don't know if that's her maiden no, name. But... No, you should just figure out how to pronounce it and you'll be all good. Yeah, that's not my problem. Uh, and we are Megan Levy, 2017, with Kate Mara. Cool. Who doesn't? Yeah, I don't care. And she directed Blackfish, which I never saw. 
Oh, okay. I actually did watch that. That was a big controversial movie back in 2013. Isn't that about... You really never saw that? Yeah, no, it's about SeaWorld. I, I do. I know it was like huge. Killer I, I was like nominated for Best Picture. Or not Best Picture. Best Documentary Feature or some shit. Yeah. Isn't it about the whale? I think that... like CNN even like premiered it uh, like to everybody like yeah, had cable. So like everybody could watch it because they wanted like so many. They, they wanted exposure for it. But yeah. So was it like Anderson Cooper riding a killer whale? <laughs> yeah. yeah all right that's what i thought i could probably i could probably check with my dad because he loves cnn right. whatever whatever who cares uh yeah, writers brad inglesby did the screenplay and it's actually based on the, the the short story written by matthew teague which this movie does actually revolve around who wrote something called the friend yes by esquire did you read that though Oh, no, I did not read the actual uh, art, article or whatever. I did. Oh. I did actually check it out. Oh. Yeah, I was curious. I was uh, The curiosity got to me, and I did check it out, and it is definitely worth the read. I mean, you can watch the movie, then read it, or you can just read the article and watch the movie, but uh, it, it is a very fascinating and uh, moving read. Um, so, yeah. But we do have Dakota Johnson in this movie, who plays Nicole. She's been in Suspiria, The Peanut Butter Falcon, How to Be Single, and, of course, Fifty Shades of Grey. Jason Siegel. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the Muppets. Haven't seen him in anything other than sex tape in the last like five years, though. So it's been a it's been a minute. And best actor winner, Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Spencer. Why don't we get right into this? Uh, this is the only film that we're watching this week, but this film basically uh, revolves around um, a couple, which is basically Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson, and it, and they have a best friend who is Jason Siegel, who's kind of always in and out of their life. It it likes to kind of jump between storylines. It's a very non-linear. Um, directing style where it kind of jumps like oh three years three years ahead four years behind but to make a long story short dakota johnson does get diagnosed with cancer and this movie does kind of deal with how that affects everyone around her her kids her husband her best friend and it just it shows the in and outs of how cancer can really affect your relationships and just change your life as a whole i think that this movie was really well put together with performances and everything dakota johnson was really great in this movie so and the other performance was obviously great but i kind of want to hear your initial thoughts and then we can go into details about this movie but what did you think spencer yeah it's hard not to be moved by this type of story it's it's a very i mean even though it's a very heavy movie it's about this man's wife and mother going through this terminal illness and dying and it's so sad but yet this movie does have such a big heart and it's still endearing and it still manages to show like to celebrate life to kind of kind of explore that instead of just kind of being very somber and down and what the movie is incredibly sad and very depressing with the story i did like the the way it focused on the friend like what the purpose of the story the story in the article is like jason siegel's character and how he came in and just impacted both of their lives in different ways and was able to just kind of be their support rock and uh it was just a very like i said of the word endearing story yeah i totally agree and i think dakota johnson might be the star of this film but um when it comes to jason siegel he really kind of blew me away he's kind of kind of a loner dude who is has some unsuccessful relationships and he hasn't really gone anywhere career-wise but his saving grace is I feel that... like that's always been Jason Siegel's characters in almost all of movies. It's just kind of like the yeah. loner that is just kind of, he loves life, he celebrates life, but doesn't really focus too much on jobs. But he's like, like I love guy, you, man, you know? forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's a great guy. Yeah, 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 uh, you're right. Sex tape. I mean, all of those movies, every 
character that he's been is kind of like that, but he's so great at it. I think my favorite part is just how good he is with the kids because the kids are going through a 100%. lot with their uh, with Dakota Johnson characters having cancer, their mother and stuff, and they are kind of kept in the yeah. dark a lot of the time. And Jason Siegel always kind of just gets in there, and especially with the older. Please daughter. call me Grandma Dane. Yeah, <laughs> he's <a> funny, <laughs> Molly, Molly, Grandma Dane. Please. <laughs> yeah it was great oh absolutely but i do think this movie does have some very vulnerable moments a lot of which took place with dakota johnson where she knew what was going on and there are so many like scenes with just her that the camera was just focused on her and you could just kind of see her just watching what her family's going to be like without her that was something that really got to me there's one scene in particular where everybody including jason siegel's characters like laughing the living room She's standing in the doorway just looking at them, and you can see that she's just heartbroken, you know, about what she's leaving behind. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, the performances are a huge standout in this movie because the directing style does they, – they put the camera on the characters, and they just kind of leave it. And there's, you know, minimal dialogue sometimes, and just the performers are just there, and they're – acting the hell out of a scene and Dakota Johnson, Casey Affleck, Jason Siegel, these are all pretty heavy hitters. They're all very good actors and proven that they're great actors. So, I mean, they were fantastic and they were very believable in terms of uh, just feeling like kind of regular characters. Cause Casey Affleck, he, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's portrayed these damaged, depressed characters always all the time, what? but yet he still brings something different to each role where it's not like really the same as like all of his other characters, which I have noticed, which is interesting. It did kind of go for that. It's a story trip I've seen before where, yeah, he's this writer that's been off on business and he's always away from the family and it causes marital problems. So maybe Nate would have been into this, at least for that majority of the film, but his performance is, I mean, obviously fantastic this movie was very well written to go along with it you know whoever the writer is i didn't really see what his other works were but he really adapted this article to the fullest extent possible i think because these characters are extremely layered and i cared for each and every one of them to really the fullest extent possible even the kids the kids had fewer moments than the other characters but they were they were also very good in the movie well especially the older one molly um the daughter she was she had some scenes where she had to really act and she was with dakota johnson it was the scene when she was kind of hiding yeah. in the stairwell and she she's like wanted her mom to come downstairs with her and the mom was like yeah, in a minute and she kind of was waiting um, like, I know that you're was there i know you're there yeah that, that was a hard scene yeah. and uh yeah i mean she was excellent in the scene both of them were i will say though this movie being two hours and six minutes it it did affect how much i really did enjoy it it dragged for me. This movie really dragged. And I don't know if that has to do with the nonlinear storytelling, because I do like that sometimes, but it can bog a movie down a little bit to, for me. And I feel like it did with this. I mean, I get that sometimes they're, maybe they're trying to stay faithful to the story and all that kind of stuff, but there were some scenes where I was just like, uh, I just I don't know if it was necessary to explore. But yeah, I mean... Because it's a true story, I think that's kind of why it was that long. Because like, I was looking at it, I'm like, what would I cut out? Nothing really comes to me right now. Because there were just so many scenes that I was just like, damn, like that is such an incredible character moment. I'm glad that was in there. Because you just, you feel so many emotions and so much empathy for these people um, going through these circumstances. I did see that Matthew Teague, the real guy that the, um, 
I mean, this his life is based on this movie is based on. Uh, he was an executive producer of the movie, so apparently he also was on set. He got to be hands on with. I mean, this was his story, and he got got to see it uh, come to fruition. So, I mean, for the healing process, that must be very cathartic for him and his family is to be able to go through this. And hopefully, it is. I mean, it seems like he was very involved. Overall, for me, watching this movie, it it did kind of affect my how much I was enjoying the film. Was just it it just slowed it down for me a lot. Two hours and, and four minutes. It is long for a movie like this. I think more of an hour and a half would have been good. But considering this is a real story, I think it really did want to hit on all the notes that maybe were mentioned in this uh, in this short story that was written. Um, I like the nonlinear style because it has the moments where like, damn, this is really dark and depressing, and it's real. But then it goes back and you're like, okay, these characters were happy and it really helps you connect to them a lot more, like them a lot more. And then it cuts back to reality again. You're like, damn, this is this is a harsh situation that these people are a part of. When his friend went soul searching and camping and like met uh, Gwyneth Christie's character, mm-hmm. it just slowed the movie down so much for me. And I, I get like why he went and did that. And uh, it, I don't know, there was just certain scenes where they just kind of explored certain... Um, they went off on tangents a little bit. Tangents, yeah, I guess sure. is the word, yeah. I don't know, but I get that they wanted to stay faithful to what what really happened. Yeah. Or maybe they were just taking liberties and just doing like, oh, this would be cool cinematic if we had Jason Segel walking around in this amazing, beautiful landscape. It turned desert. into Wilds of Reese Witherspoon <laughs> for a minute there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there was a time where I was like, this is still going. And I checked, I'm like, 40 minutes left. What the hell? But I, I did like Jason Segel's kind of storyline there because, I mean, ultimately – film kind of revolves around him a lot of the time when it really comes down to it so i i kind of think it needed that backstory on him to know kind of why he feels so inclined to help his friends and stuff i think he really just shined in this movie overall man i haven't seen him in something for so long and he finally gets a film where he can kind of give it his all and still kind of play himself at the same time because he's very much jason siegel the guy who's kind of sleeping on the couch and bumming around and stuff but he's just such a great charismatic guy that just wants to do the best for the people he cares about so what would you uh would you give this movie spencer overall what are your thoughts here like i said it's hard not to be moved by this movie it's it's a very endearing story and it has some great performances i it is just a little too long for me um i did feel myself getting a little uh, antsy with the movie but uh it, it is worth checking out if you're a sucker for these types of stories it's definitely going to move you it's definitely going to make you shed a tear i didn't really cry i was maybe anticipating because i know i think you were said that you sobbed or something i said that your girlfriend would sob if she watched oh, okay. it i, I, I definitely <laughs> teared up though a couple times absolutely yeah i mean it, i got like I choked up a few times it, it's it it goes for that uh that emotion obviously i'm gonna go three and a half out of five i think it's a very good movie but um yeah i didn't love it i guess as i think you did yeah no i think that uh fortunately spencer and i can't really relate to this movie as much as i'm sure a lot of people could going through a situation like this but it really does dive into all the aspects of what it's like to lose somebody to cancer especially like the hospice part was very upsetting to watch i thought that part was just depressing and i i don't think i've seen a movie that revolves around like someone dying of cancer doing that part of it i've never seen that before so that was quite an interesting scenario that that, that played out there, there's probably a here a few things here and there that could have been cut out but overall i think the performances were amazing it conveyed some serious emotion i was pretty blown away by this movie maybe my initial thoughts were a little bit 
too positive because I gave this a five out of five. I thought it was really fucking oh, good. Nice. Hey, <laughs> like if you, if you were moved and you loved it, I, yeah, good it's, for you. It's just one of those movies, man. I don't know. It's just movies that end up being really sad, but they just portray life in such a positive light at the same time. It's like, how can you not enjoy this? Um, of course, so, yeah. you know, it is what it is, but yeah, I thought it was really great. If you want to be moved by a film, I think this is definitely worth checking out on a week where there really wasn't anything to watch. So absolutely. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. It's, it's a really good movie, but I will say, I think it's worth waiting for Netflix or sure. Hulu yeah, or yeah, HBO. Yeah. If, uh, if it comes to a streaming site, absolutely check it out. I think it's one of, if it's a 2021 20, release, I mean, it's going to be up there for one of the better movies of the year until, you know, some of the heavy hitters come out uh, Absolutely. later on. But, yeah, no, it's a very emotional movie with some great acting. Um, and, yeah, if it comes to a streaming site, absolutely check it out, and it's, it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. Well, that's it for uh, this week's episode, only one film to cover. But next week we might have a few films to cover, one of, wh- one of which uh, Spencer is The Little Things, which was recommended to us by one of our viewers. Yeah, I don't know a thing about this. Don't go. I know it's about cops are looking for a serial killer. I know it's Denzel Washington and Remy Malik are the cops. Jared Leto's a serial mm-hmm. killer. I haven't seen any trailers. The only marketing I've seen from the movie is just people going, it's the little things. It's the little things that do this. It's the little things that that. Same here, little yeah. Things, little things. And I'm like, all right, I don't know anything about this movie, and I'm going to watch it on HBO next week. Uh, I just I, The poster looks cool. The cast is amazing. Three Oscar winners. Uh, HBO Max. I am looking forward to it, but I don't know anything about it, and I, I don't want to know anything about it. So Yeah, just yeah. just from what I've seen, it's pretty it. much the similar promotional material that you've seen, but it looks just looks very dark and grimy and psychological. So yep. yeah, we'll see about that one. Uh, we have a few other ones, one of which is called Palmer, which has Justin Timberlake. I don't think that... Oh, okay. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. And then there was another one called The Night that looked maybe interesting. I think The Little Things is definitely the heavy hitter there. But, uh, yeah, we will. I'm absolutely going to watch The Little Things, and we'll see about if anything else comes out. I don't know. Absolutely. We do have some other shows with Spencer. Anything you want to talk about here? Anything you want to plug in? Yeah, we got the main show coming out this week, actually. So if you're listening to this podcast this week, uh, this episode should be coming out in a couple of days. We're going to be watching this uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer, Death Proof, and Thelma and Louise. So you guys still have some time to check those movies out on some streaming sites, and then you can come back on Saturday, January 30th, for our discussion of those three films. But yeah, I'm excited for that, and we also have another show called Collector's Corner coming out on uh, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, where we're going to talk about my Mainstream Boys' favorite film of all time, The Green Mile. So I'm very much looking forward to that, Spencer. Is that enough for you? Is that enough content, everybody? Jesus Christ, we don't get paid for this. We should start a Patreon, don't you think? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, give us money. Don't give us money. Please don't give us money. We don't no. deserve it. Do not give us money. All right. Toodles. Yeah. Thanks, Spencer. I'm Mainstream Boy. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you guys next Monday with another new podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Monday, and you can stay up to date with everything those movie dudes by following us on Instagram.